Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? My name is Quincy. And this is my show, the Talk to Q Radio Show. It's almost like posting a blog, except I'm doing it live. of the Talk to Q Radio show. My name is Quincy, and this is my show. I had to get rid of that echo there. And um, on tonight's show, we'll be discussing why more men are saying no to marriage, and we'll get into some things about um, adopting habits of your spouse or living partner after you start living together. But um, before we get started, let me explain how this show works for those who may be new to it. This show is a platform for you, the callers, the chat room participants, the social networkers. All of you have the opportunity to voice chat or tweet your opinions to me and be heard worldwide and completely uncensored. Because here on T2Q, there are no experts, just opinions. Unlike most shows where you simply just listen to the host talk on and on, I allow you the opportunity to speak your mind. You can join my show legends each episode and discuss a wide range of things like relationships, current events, sports, politics, and more. This show is very informal by design because, let's face it, my style is very unorthodox in nature. The topics are random, but they're relevant with what's going on in the world today. The call-in number to step on your soapbox is 347-202-0215. That's 347-202-0215. If you decide to call in and you get the urge to voice your opinion, then after you connect, simply hit one on your dial pad. That lets me know that you're ready to speak, and it places you in the host queue. And please mute your phone if you're not speaking at the time, because background noise picks up easily over cell phones and headsets. Now, another way you can contribute to the show is to follow me on Twitter at TalkToQ. There is a live tweet chat that occurs during the show, and you can respond to some of the same questions that I'm asking over the air in most cases. Please search and use hashtag T2Q to read and respond to all show tweets. 
If you want to learn more about me, the show, or the show legends, then journey on over to TalkToQ.com. And if you can't listen to the entire show live, then you can find T2Q on iTunes and just pick up where you left off. Maintenance complete. T2Q radio show number 698 stars right after these messages, or this message, I should say. Listen to The Crystal Show for celebrity gossip, amazing interviews, musical guests, and the most fun to be had on internet radio. Check out the past and new podcast at thecrystalshow.com. I go on and on, can't understand how I last so long. I must have the superpowers, last 223,000 hours. All right, my thanks to thecrystalshow.com. For being down by law with T2Q. 347-202-0215 is the number. Uh, just going through some things on Facebook. And I uh, noticed a video of a pool party being had. I don't know where it's located. It looks like these kids were having a pool party. Co- maybe high school, college years, college age. And um, they are all... Kids, um, black kids, and I mentioned that because that's probably going to be part of the story once this goes viral, if it hasn't already. And um, a white lady shows up with a couple of dogs, turn down the music, and uh, one of the kids picks her up and throws her in the pool. And so <laughs> that is going to be probably something that becomes a big deal. So when they first picked her up, the guy picked her up and he fell with her. It looked like her head hit the concrete when he fell the first time. Um, and then he dragged her over and threw her into the pool. All the kids took off running. Of course, the guy's face is on camera. Someone even called him by name, I think. So you can look for charges to be brought against him. But this is going to be a big deal, um, if you ask me. And uh, just wait till Fox News gets a hold of him. They haven't already. But anywho, um, that's in the T2 group on Facebook. If you want to check that out, go to the T2Q group. As far as what we're discussing tonight, you know, divorce rates are soaring and more people appear to be shacking up because of it, you know. If you ask the average guy, there's just not a lot of incentive to get married these days, get married these days especially since marriage only appears to be temporary. Um, men are deciding that they're completely okay to just cohabitate and live that single life to the end of time. And we'll discuss why on tonight's show. But let me go to the phones. First, I will go to the 850 area code. To the Emerald Coastline of Pensacola, Florida. Welcome on the man in black. Buck, making his way to the ring. What's up, man? What up, what up? How's everybody doing this evening? Doing well, sir. And how are thou? Doing all right, man. Just enjoying that brief. Cool spell before it really gets hot. <laughs> no doubt. It's definitely brief. And we will go to you the 517 area code. Pretty good. And I wanted to let you know that the peen party was, of course, in Florida, where all horrible uh, things happened. 
in Florida. Did you see the video? No, oh, I have yeah. not well, seen the video. Oh, yeah, go ahead. I hadn't seen the video yet, but I'm not surprised. I mean, that's just, you know, classic ignorance by our kind that continue to do dumb shit, and this is just one of them things. It's uh, it's 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 pretty bad, especially when he fell with her at first. That looked like that was really bad. So, all right, well, I'm sure we'll be hearing more about that sometime soon. And Crystal, while I'm thinking about it, just in case it slips my mind before the end of the show, I want to wish you an early Happy Mother's Day. Yeah, well, thank you. Happy Mother's Day, Crystal. And I would like to definitely wish all the male guys of the show a happy motherfucker day. (laughs) Because you're important, too. (laughs) Lord. Thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, that's that's different. Since, um... 1960, the number of of married adults has decreased from 72% to 51%. Now, why they worded that as married adults, I'm not sure, and I don't know if I want to know. But it's gone down 21% uh, since the 60s. We know a lot have changed since the 60s, from uh, CEO bonuses to everything. But, Crystal, let me start with you. Um do you believe in marriage? It's the easy first question. Do you believe in marriage? And why or why not? Well, um, yes, I do believe in marriage. I I believe that um, marriage should be the main goal for couples. And the reason is because I believe that is the ultimate commitment. Because you are adding this person to your family. You're giving them your name. Um, and, you know, you're, whether you're having children or not, you're taking on the role of parent or um, you're becoming a part of that, of that family, of his family, and he's becoming a part of your family. That's a really big deal. When you don't get married, then you're not a part of their family. You know, you're just some guy or girl that you're currently fucking, you know, maybe in a very serious way. But, you know, it's nothing, um, it's not like marriage. And, and people know that, so that's the difference. So, um, but I definitely believe in it, and I think that is something that you shouldn't go into lightly. And, and, and it does have a very strong spiritual and legal meaning. Okay. And, Buck, what's your take on it, man? Do you um, do you believe in in marriage? Yes, I do. Uh, I do believe in marriage. I think it's um, I think it's very vital um, to be married. Rock around us right on time. I'm sorry. I had a tr- it's a tricky flashback. You said I think it's very oh, vital. No. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> no. <laughs> but do yeah, you I think it's. believe in life after love? You believe that in marriage? Came to my mind. So I had that same kind of feeling when you said that. That so. came to my mind. I know, right? <laughs> that came to my mind, but too. Yeah. So, anyway. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I think it's important. I mean, a lot of people, I know a lot of people in today's time 
um, don't think it is such. Um, I mean, some people don't think you know that you know marriage is that you know what it once was. But to me, I think it's something that that's important, and that's something that a lot of people really need to th- uh, talk about when they get into relationships or whatnot. But there's a lot of people that don't want to get married um, because they think it complicates things. But I think it's important to be married. But that way, you know, you become one, you know, just it's better that way. Okay. Okay. And so, I mean, some people only want to get married as a, well, not only, but one of their goals as far as getting married is to improve their lifestyle because, you know, now they're pulling assets and splitting bills. Uh, Some people are unfortunately more dedicated to their careers than they are their marriage. Uh, But sometimes being married allows them to focus on their career or maybe their education because they have someone else that can kind of help take care of home. Uh, So there are a lot of different reasons some people may get married, but Crystal, back to you. All right. Uh, With again, you know, things have changed since the sixties. You have more women who are uh, going to college or graduating college more so than men. You have more women who are even becoming the breadwinners of the home. So when you have that, divorce laws are kind of increasingly creating, you know, a, a lot of, I, I guess, dangerous opportunities for men when it comes to getting married, married and having it not work out. Um, let's talk about the feminist movement. Uh, has the maybe maybe with extreme feminism. Has that kind of broken men to where men have kind of changed their outlook on a lot of things? Well, first of all, the feminist movement, um, by definition, is not about men, per se. Um, So whatever byproduct of the feminist movement didn't, uh, the focus was not to to, um, shatter men's ego or whatever. Um, okay. So I don't. I really, personally, don't believe it has anything to do with that. And I would have. I would have to say that what the feminist movement did, or you know, the the reasoning behind it was to make those women um, who had to get up and go to work feel okay about that and feel that they could do that, and that they, if need be, they could take care of their kids by themselves. Um, you know, whether it be because of the father had died, their husband had died or whatever, or because for whatever reason they couldn't get remarried or married at all. So, um, in other words, your life does not revolve around this male specimen. And for a long time in society, if you did not have a man um, next to you, you were literally screwed as a woman. Because you you weren't allowed to work, you um, you became a burden on your family. Hence the term old maid. Um, you and if you there were children involved, you may had to actually marry your, you know, widow, you know, your husband's brother or something or friend in order. In other words, you had to have a man somewhere somehow who's willing to take care of you or just to marry the next you know guy. Or whatever, or to just marry anybody, even if you didn't have a kid, uh, a child. So 
you were dependent. So that's what the feminist movement was all about, was saying you don't have to be dependent on anybody. No one owns you. No one um, can take control of your life. This is your life, and um, that's what it was about. So I don't know if I really answered your question, but basically, no. <laughs> I mean, I, I get what it was about, and that's why I guess I, I, I kind of reworded it and said extreme feminism because we know, like, with every movement from – Feminism to Black Lives Matter, people taking and make it something it's not. Uh, but I mean, even still, you don't think it had any type of contribution to, I, I guess, men changing their outlook on relationships and things of that nature, whether it be for good or bad? Well, I think if it had any kind of effect, like I said before, it would be a byproduct of the effect. In other words, a product that was not intentional, but it happened because of, you know, cause and effect. So, Mm -hmm. sure, there were plenty of men who became angry, who decided, screw these women who want to be men, so screw them, and I'm not going to do anything for them or whatever, and it's this battle between men and women, or men who said, you know what, hey, I get to be a woman, which I always wanted to be, or I get to be less... So, well, no, you didn't go there, did you? Well, I mean, no, <laughs> these are the extremes. So, yep. you can say there's yep. a man who said, okay, I can be, um, I, can, I can also, I can be a house husband as opposed to having a house wife. Maybe I can do that. Maybe I want to stay with my children. Maybe I want to do this. So, it did change certain things. Yes, absolutely. Because I'm sure there was a lot of men, and I know for a fact there were a lot of men who were, um, had to portray a certain masculinity that maybe they didn't really possess. And so, you know, with the onset of the feminist quote-unquote movement or just women who um, became more powerful in corporate society or whatever, making money, they decided, oh, I don't have to do this. I can do what I want to do. You know, maybe I want to stay at home with my kids, which I don't think is a bad thing, you know. So, so yes, i it did definitely affect the whole marriage movement, quote unquote. Okay. All right. Well, Buck, you know, guys are quick to say that women aren't women anymore. Um, what do you think they mean by that? You no, know, women are still women. It's just that women, you know, they want to do, you know, they want to do their things just like we're doing our things. Um, women aspire to, you know, you know, that's a lot of them have, you know, they're goal-oriented. They, they, they want to run companies. They want to have their own businesses, just like guys do. Um, they, you know, they want to have freedom and time with the kids as well. They want to, they want the same freedoms that, you know, some guys, you know, some guys do. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, it's just that, you know, some of the guys that are being raised now, and the reason why I think a lot of them are, you know, you know, not as masculine as they need to be is simply because they don't have they don't have fathers or father figures in their lives, which I think is very vital to, you know, them developing into men and men that can actually, you know, that can sustain relationships. Um, it's, it's important if the father's not there that it's a, a uncle or you know, cause it needs to be some uh, some male figure that has some age on. 
it does not need to be your son doesn't need to be 17 and the father figure be 22 you know that's not that's not going to work you know we know that sometimes it, you know there's exceptions to every rule but you know you need somebody that's got sustainable age that's been there done that to help mold them into being men and they you know be more masculine and do the things that they need to do as men so women will be happy um you know i think that has a lot to do with it is the reason why you see a lot of the more feminine like men so to speak all right um well like i guess let me get my two cents on this when guys say that women aren't women anymore, what it means to me is that those are guys that are used to traditional roles, I guess, in the household. Like, you know, maybe not as many women cook these days, or maybe if they do, they're not good cooks. Uh, or the, the the whole, you know, cleaning the house and all that type of thing is no longer there. And I guess that's what some guys are referring to when they say that, but I I don't know. And I also think that, um, that because we do have the chain, I mean, like, like Crystal said, as far as, um, uh, or maybe I can't remember who it was. It said something about men wanting to be women, but, um, you know, (laughs) you see more, uh, well, more women who are comfortable dressing like guys and, you know, people aren't as girly. They aren't as, as classy. Um, And a lot of people, you know, may take offense to that being said, but I mean, I guess that's part of the issue. I don't think there's anything wrong if a, if a woman decides that she wants to wear a cute pink dress and kitten heels and, hold her pinky out when she drinks her tea or something like that, I don't think that makes her any less powerful of a woman than someone who may wear, you know, a power suit like Hillary Clinton or something. And um, it's like you have so many different versions of women now that some of the old school guys really just can't relate. But that's just my personal take on it. And a lot of people... And, you know, and that includes some of the people who call into the show. They think that feminism teaches women to think of men as the enemy or that, you know, it's made women angry or defensive or something of that nature. And that's not always the case. With some of this extreme feminism you see in social media, maybe so, but I don't think that's what it was based on. Um, Just like, um, civil rights with black people They just wanted to be equal At one time and it wasn't about trying to Take over white people Or anything now you may have some Extremists but um, That's just my take on it as far as feminism But I do think that it's played a role In shaping men to how we think Today and let me go back to the Phone lines go see the the 910 area code The Tar Heel State of North Carolina Bring on the man who plays The doctor on the radio Dr. Bobby Willis, what's happening, man? Hey, what's up, Q? What's up, everybody that's on? What's going Glad on? Glad to have you on. And uh, for the first time in U.S. history, the number of women in the workforce has surpassed the number of men. 
while more women than men are acquiring university degrees as well. So, Dr. Willis, how can a woman's success in the workplace determine if she'll get married or not? Um, it could determine it um, based on um, standings. I mean, uh, you know, education itself. Most educated, most educated women want men who are equally educated, you know, or better. And because you know, uh, a lot of you know brothers are lacking behind in that area. So you know, you got a handful of women that are you know uh, settling. And then you got some who are going outside the race. So um, I think that you know they are, they are uh, picking based on that. Um, but you know, uh, I guess I need um back up and and figure out what you're trying to ask with that question. To be honest with you. Uh, okay. well, what do you? I guess essentially is. Uh... Like how much money a woman makes, um, maybe her her level of power within a company, can all of that determine if she gets married or not? Because in some cases, I guess it can. But I mean, what's your opinion on it? Yeah, I do think that it can determine whether she gets married or not. Because uh, even before you know, women started getting more educated and you know, getting more jobs and things like that. You know the 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 myth, or it may not even be a myth, but you know I'm, I'm gonna stay a myth now, so I don't offend a lot of ladies. But uh, women were always concerned with security and and money and things like that from the beginning, anyway. So you know they want they want someone to be able to take care of them, and you know they want to secure. And there's nothing wrong with that. Now that they're doing it for themselves, there's no rush to get married. Or if they do, now they're they're you know they're more picky now, and they can they can. Um, they can have their pick of the litter now, whereas, you know, back in the day, it used to be the other way around because, you know, the guys were the breadwinner, but now women are doing doing that themselves. So I think it I think it does influence whether they get married or not. Um, and as a matter of fact, it's probably one of the reasons why um, a lot of men are saying no to marriage anyway because of the simple fact that, you know, a lot of women aren't, you know, um, you know, like you like you hit on when you you gave your little spill just a few seconds ago. Uh, you know, the traditional brothers, you know, they want a woman to, you know, be submissive or to you know to be like you know the roles that their grandmothers played and things like that. And women are not doing that no more because they they don't have to. <laughs> so, a lot of guys they want a woman to be that that particular woman. And and a guy feels you know most men feel the need to be men. And if if a woman is not allowing a man to be the man in a relationship because of you know he's not making enough money or things like that, then these guys don't see a reason to, you know, go that extra mile. I mean, and that, that's not the the main thing, but that's one of the factors. I mean, this this whole spe- you know it's a broad spectrum of why men are saying no and why women you know are choosing to marry or not to marry nowadays. Okay, Crystal, you have any take on that? What Dr. Willis oh, absolutely, said. absolutely. Um, first of all, I agree with what uh, Bobby has said. I'm sorry, Dr. Willis. Uh, uh, you know, I agree because <laughs> I feel that the problem here, the disconnect, um, what he said regarding uh, men being able, wanting a woman um, who is submissive or is 
um, not really caring about her career status, wanting her to be at home or whatever. And then the woman in the present term having more of a job and career and then wanting a man to kind of match that, I think that's the issue because for, and then you have less women who are married because back in the day, quote, unquote, men were able to choose women at random. And none of these women, or most of them, didn't have careers of any kind. And the whole um, society was like, well, as a woman, all you need to do is find a man and then so you can have your children, which is your purpose on earth, is to have your children and raise your children and, and find a man who can support you while you are pregnant and raising your children. So that that was the purpose of their support. They had to go out and work as men because they had to provide for the home and protect the home. Now, if you have a woman today who is thinking, okay, I have already have the house, I have the home, I have the, sometimes I have the kids already or whatever, um, or you want someone equal because women think of men differently. We still think of it the same way as we want a man to protect us and to provide some sort of security. But in order to to provide that security or protection in our minds, anyway, um, you have to be at least equal to us. Otherwise, you're you know you're not really the protector in our minds. So, um, so therefore, the, for the woman who is um, I don't know the corporate person or the career person or businesswoman, entrepreneur, or whatever, um, she's thinking, okay, well, I need at least a guy who's who's doing as good as I am, at least. You know, so, um, and I think that goes across the races. I don't think that's just black women. It's all women. Um, This is just a biological thing. And so for the man then, he's thinking, okay, well, wait a minute. I, okay, she's making, she's she's this type of woman professionally or whatever. I'm a blue-collar guy, you know, which a lot of guys are, you know, white or black or Hispanic or whatever. A lot of people are more blue collar than they are corporate. So you're thinking, okay, well, I don't, and I'm not even with her professionally in my mind. So I can't, I can't compete with that, you know. So I, I mean, and 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 my idea of a woman, feminine, raise my kids, going to be there for that, and for me to be able to be there to 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 be the man, quote unquote, over the household. I can't do that because I'm not making enough money. My ego is 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 you know is a little thwarted because she's making more, and in my mind, in in the male mind, she must be more powerful. So there's that whole ego thing. So it, it so it leaves a lot of men to say, you know what, I'm done. <laughs> I'm gonna go and I'm gonna marry a stripper, someone who's beneath me, <laughs> and someone that I know I can take care of. And so this professional woman, black, white, whatever, Hispanic, is going to say, is going to be left alone. There are more women in the world, period, than there are women, than there are men anyway. Men have more sperm per capita, you know, per each male. So therefore, they don't need, there's there's, in nature, there's no need for them to be more than us. We have less eggs. So we don't, we need more of us in the world in order to have children. This is all biological. So that's why there's more anyway. So that's the problem. 
That's the issue. So if men can get over their stupid ego, everything would be beautiful. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Just get over Thank that. Good night. Be good. And I'll, honestly, those egos are why some men, um, some men even have millions of dollars to even spend. And, and, and speak of the word ego, to the 601 area code I go. The next oh, man. What up, Q? What up, Radio World? <laughs> All right. Eminem, here's a $613 question. All right. What are the ways that, mar- that marriage benefits a man? What are the ways marriage benefits man? Well, now it all depends. It all depends on um, if it's well. Let me just answer it in a traditional sense. Okay, uh, in a traditional sense, the assumption is that the chick can cook. So, if a woman can cook, then a man gonna eat better. You know what I'm saying? So, eating equates to work. So, when a man eats good or eats better then he tends to work more. You see what I'm saying? Because people think this is crazy. but And I can <laughs> prove that somebody can, can, can do a random survey on it. A guy is more likely to work overtime to come home to a cooked meal than to uh, be asked to work overtime, well, especially if it's voluntary. But then you got to go sit in line and be in line, you know, 30 minutes, at a hood McDonald's and everybody about to quit and all this shit. You know what I'm saying? But you can just walk in and eat good. Eating is one of the first benefits of marriage in a traditional sense. I mean, that was the thing because what happened was, and I'm going to take you out on a brief history tour, what happened was when little Johnny became a man and assuming he left home and wasn't just a, a couch potato, he left home, might have went to the army or something like that. So guess what? He's probably in another location, nowhere near his mom, so he hadn't had home cooking in a while. So he meets Sue, and Sue was raised by her grandmother, so Sue can cook her ass off. Plus, she probably looks good, and plus she probably don't have, you know, 10 kids with 10 different guys and that whole scenario. So he's sucked in because now he's getting care for uh so he has the combination of of um, uh, somebody he can fuck, right? Because it's not his mama, but he can eat eat just like it's his, you know home cooked meal. So that that was the whole thing of marriage, you know. And then, um, but the whole nature of marriage was to people didn't know how to uh, deal with STDs. That's how the whole shit started, you know. They put the biblical spin on it. They put the religious things on it, but the whole thing was, is like, how do you cut down on STDs? How do you keep everybody from putting their shit in everybody raw and coming back with some shit and killing the whole village? So that's what they said, okay, every one woman for every man. So, you know, so, I mean, that's, that's the art. So the benefit is you get a good meal and less STDs. Let me well, somebody has to buy that food. Go to, 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 to Buck. That's true. But uh, 
Dr. Willis, what do you think? What What are the benefits of a man being married? Absolutely nothing. Uh, I mean, I hate to say that, but this is just how it is. Uh, a man get married. Now, you may have some, you know, tax benefits here and there, you know, from the government when you file your taxes at the end of the year. But outside of that, there's no benefits. I mean, because you know, I know, I know, MM say to cook food and stuff like that. But if you're in a committed monogamous relationship with somebody, you're gonna get that anyway. Um, you know, this whole thing about marriage is is you know it. To break it down to you, men, men care about, and this this is going to be controversial, but, you know, so what? Men care about youth and beauty. Women care about money and security, all right? Women want to get married because it's it's a security issue for them. So even if they were to get divorced, provided you can't prove that they did anything wrong, they're coming out shining in the end of that anyway outside of the heartstring thing. You know, I mean, yeah, if someone may be hurt, genuinely hurt or whatever the case may be, but financially, they're they're more than likely going to be set versus a man. With reason why men don't want to get married is because once a woman is is past the point, you know, of, of, in his eyes, you know, the youth and the beauty thing, he wants to move on to something else that's young and beautiful. You know, now we don't say that because you know, uh, you know, a lot of guys want to, you know, they want to get the ahs and the oohs and the likes from the women, but that's the reality of it. So. Uh, when it comes to marriage, there's no benefit to a man whatsoever that I could. I, could, I mean, you can't name one for me that that you can't get in a monogamous, committed relationship. Now, um, as far as like you know what happens to your estate and things like that, you can do you can do all that with a power of attorney. And what what's even better with the power of attorney situation is that you can adjust it every year, every two years, however you, whatever you decide. So. If the relationship is no longer valid or worth it to you, you can you know you can kill it. But in a marriage, when it's no longer uh, um, a productive marriage or whatever, you got to sit there and, and and go through it and deal with it or get divorced. And then you know how divorce is going to end. So, I mean, can no man right now tell me any any benefit to marriage for a man? It's it's, wow. it's what do you think? To, to a woman. So sad. So sad. What do you <laughs> any benefits to a man being married? I don't see any benefits to it. I mean, because I mean, you're gonna get sex. As a matter of fact, sex. No, I was asking all my decline. decline. Do I know? Ask I was asking married, man. Any benefits to a man being married? Well, I mean, ooh, I mean, that's that's kind of hard to follow what Doctor Willis said. Um, I mean, there. I think there are benefits to it. For me, personally, there's benefits. However, I mean, you gotta look. You gotta look at. You gotta look at things. How how things are today. Today's society has changed a lot. You know, things have evolved and changed. I don't know if they've changed for the better or the worse. To me, I think they've changed for the worse. But you know, I'm I'm more of a traditional type guy. So for me, I think there are benefits. Um, there are several, but. You know, everybody's different, and they have a right to their own opinion. So, Where are they, though? You know, <laughs> do what now? Well, I mean, one is stability. Yeah. No, no. Most married men, I tell you, they get left pussy. So I don't even think that's true. No, I'm talking about, I'm talking about, the, the, now, I'm not going to be very man, but, but uh, see, a lot of men don't know how to handle being single. And this is that's what true. I mean. I mean, like, uh, you take, like, uh, 
I know Buck is an entrepreneur. Um, um, and you know, um, I'm trying to think of another man that might call in all the time that might be an entrepreneur or something. But see, a lot of guys can't do that. A lot of guys can't like, uh, and I, you know, I, I told Q numerous times when we worked together. I mean, shit, man. Like a lot of stuff I try to do with my my art and and definitely, you know, fooling my youth programs and stuff like that. Man, I wouldn't be doing all that shit if I was single, man. Hell no, I couldn't. I couldn't handle it because shit. I mean, you know, uh, if I got if I got if I got my hands in more than one bag of potato chips, man, I ain't gonna have time to do nothing else. You know what I mean? So, so yeah. um, that's one benefit, and that's one reason. Traditional now, I, I, everything Bobby answered is correct, but that's more of the modern day sense. But yeah. back in the day, there wasn't a lot of you couldn't have your your cow and milk too. So the women weren't going for that. So that's what I was saying about Sue. I mean, it wasn't like you couldn't get a woman to cook for you and all that, but the woman was like, well, she was basically taught, if you're going to do all that for the man, if that if you ain't got no ring on your finger, you ain't going to be doing all that shit. That's how they were taught, right. but it ain't like that no more. But right. uh, but probably one of the main benefits other than less STDs uh, probably is the fact that a lot of men, and I'm speaking for myself, can handle a stable career and being single. We see it happen That's all the true. time with our young male athletes in the NBA and, and NFL. The ones who are more family grounded, even if they might not have had a family situation, but the ones that tend to be just kind of like that boring guy, he come home from work, play with his kids, go to sleep, um, he might in the long run have a better career uh, because he's able to focus more, whereas, you know, you take um, shit, you know, well, I can name thousands, but, you know, you take the whole single guy, you, right, you you, are, <laughs> you know, you got a pocket full of money, you have no restraints, the world is your oyster to be focused, and, you know, it's like comparing uh, – uh, a young Michael Vick coming in to a young, um, uh, like Drew Brees or something. Drew Brees pretty much was married his whole NFL career where uh, Vick, Vince Young, some of the other guys. Matter of fact, look how grounded McNair was until things went the other direction with his, you know, marriage. But, you know, but now, nobody wants anything to do going to get killed, but I'm just saying, you know. I'm just saying. So I guess that's one benefit, man, with, with a lot of guys. That, that, that sounds more like a self-control issue, though, Eminem, more so than a benefit. That sounds like using the woman oh, to yeah. keep, you, keep you grounded. Yeah, but, but what I'm saying is, if you know somebody... <laughs> and and that's a good thing. Right. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, how, yeah, but how, is, how is that a bad thing, that someone's there to keep you grounded? Someone who is a partner in in each other's life, but you're saying that you have no self control when you're single, which is not true. I mean, in most cases, but um, no, no, no. no. no, no, no. What he's saying is, is no woman is going to be that that, person for you without the average civilian guy. The average civilian guy cannot handle totally being single. I'm telling you. I I mean, (laughs) I'm serious, man. I'm saying. Matter of fact, a lot of guys who get incarcerated, who come out straight, I guess, come out saying, man, I'm going to settle down and shit like that. Because they already know if you're single, 
You're kicking with all these different hoes. You're running with your boys. You're in these different clubs. Your ass going to be right back in jail. I'm just saying that's, uh, that's representing a large portion of single men. A lot of men just can't handle it. They, they can't handle it in no sense. Like, they can't handle just balancing life. It's just like, you know, you well, think you're a walk rap before you, get too, before you get too far, let, let me let Crystal um, give her take on if men benefit from marriage. Well, you know, I, I have, you know, I, I definitely have have to agree, you know, with Eminem uh, and what Buck was saying. And, you know, Bobby, I, I think what you're talking about is not really what they're talking about. See, what you're talking about is whether or not two people can come together and have a contract or, you know, and just, you know, cohabitate or whatever and have great sex. That's not what they're talking about. They're talking about someone that is going to actually be there for you in life and raise your children. Um, That's a huge – a lot of men realize um, what a woman does for them as far as home, hearth, cooking. I mean, cooking, that's all a part of providing a home and providing – they're, you know, a role model for their children, a mother of their children, and they can be with their children every day. They can come home to them. They can do all these things with them. I mean, that's a part of being a family, and that takes two people, and he can enjoy the fruits of his labor, quite literally. He can enjoy going to work, coming home, even if they both work, coming home to you know, his home, which is a bigger house because, you know, you got two incomes or whatever, and so you can enjoy a better lifestyle as opposed yeah, but to... the ceremony? Huh? But you're saying you can't do that without the ceremony? You know what? Okay, if you can find a woman who is willing to be with you and have all the things that we were just talking about without a ceremony, that's fine. Um, that's fine. Most women no, don't want to do that. Most women, women do not commit to you on a serious level until they have a marriage under God and state and a ring on their finger. There is no – most women don't. Now, there are some women who do, absolutely. A lot of women in modern times or whatever nowadays who – have actually drunk the Kool-Aid and believe this shit, and they will actually be with you without, you know, all of, the, of what you're saying, all of the ceremony. Sure, you can find a woman like that. Absolutely. There are women out there. However, most women and most people will not do what you're saying. They, even though they have this contract of what you're talking about, they truly won't commit to this coupled relationship without the the traditional marriage, which is the same reason why so many gay people want to be married, because they know the commitment level. And just what you were just saying about, well, if they, they don't need that because they have this contract, and if they don't want it anymore, they can just, you know, sign and say, okay, we're done. And you just said you can't do that with a marriage because you got to sit, sit in there and you got to go through it. That's right. You have to work through it. You don't get to just get up and take your duffel bag and leave. You have to work through it. 
with a marriage. And you have to think about things a little bit more um, adult and mature and to say, wait a minute, I'm not going to leave because, wait a minute, I got my home here, I got my kids here. Whatever the fuck we were just arguing about, fuck that shit. We'll squash that shit because it's more important that I maintain my home. Now, right, with a re- regular relationship, you can just leave. You can say, fuck this no, bitch, come but, out but, of here. No. Half you know? the, half, more, more, couple, more couples are staying together longer than married couples. So they're not just up and up and going. They realize that too. I'm, and, and and don't get me wrong. You know why they're staying together because they're hoping that eventually we'll get married. <laughs> That's why they stay together because they're like, wait a minute, if I can give it one more damn year, this idiot will marry me. And those are the motherfuckers who aren't listening to their friends to say this motherfucker ain't never gonna marry you. So you need to but leave no, now. Or she has, like I said, she has drunk the Kool-Aid, and she said, well, it's better than having some dirty draws than no draws at all to wash. So I might as well just stick it out so I can have a man. This is what women think. I don't care care what this woman told you, but I'm I'm telling you, this is how we think, okay? I get it. I'm, I'm I'm not arguing what you're saying. But I'm saying though is that what I'm saying is that you can have that also without being married. The marriage, as a matter of fact, like I said, people love to bring the Bible into this, and I mean that's so misquoted. I mean, as a matter of fact, the Bible tells you you shouldn't get married unless you can't control yourself sexually. And folks well, don't even had know that. We've had this conversation before, right. and I'm not that religious, and I still believe in marriage. Okay, and I don't, I don't even bring the Bible into this because to me but it has nothing do to do with oh, it. You just said it earlier, it, you were just like married under God. So yes, you do. You bring it in there. I you don't just personally it. bring it in there. I said this is what people do. They do bring right. in the God or whatever. Right. I don't and bring I'm it in there, but that's what right. I believe. I believe that I, what I'm talking about is commitment. I'm not talking about, right. you can say some people's commitment falls under a religious order. Some people's commitment fall under their own, you know, way of life. I'm, I fall under my own way of life. I'm not going to commit to you without marriage, period, because you're just some guy that I am currently fucking. Until I get married, you are nothing except for that. Every woman thinks that way. I am sorry. I don't care what she's told you. That's what she thinks. It, it truly is. She's given up. She right. said, okay, I mean, I, fine. I, I, I argue in that point. <laughs> I believe that. But, but I'm just so saying, what you're saying is you would rather have a woman who is just with you and doesn't truly feel that you're with her and you're okay with that instead of having someone who's there completely for you and there for you and is going to be there for you and actually believes that you're there for her. I mean, what? I have a problem with with the, with the mindset that you can't have that unless you go through the ceremony and get the You know paper. what it is? You want it all. You can't have it all. I'm sorry. You can't have it all. You can't. <laughs> all right. Well, let me jump in. Right all right. So the, so, the, um, oh, so the guy the guys can't have it all, but the women can have it all. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Because that's what marriage equals to. I'm trying to tell y'all. No, we can't that's, have it all either. No, that's what divorce yeah. equals to. No one can have it all. Okay, all right. That's, that's, that's not what marriage equals to. That's what it is. Commit to something. Make a choice. Come on, yeah. Q. Uh, You've been married. You know what it's like, okay? <laughs> tell me out. Yeah. I've been married, too. But uh, now, as far as uh, – I don't want to yeah, get to another – Yeah, we know, Bobby. I don't want to get into another 
discussion. <laughs> but as far as what what it says in in the Bible, it does it it does allude to you staying single, but it also alludes to you staying celibate. So that's where right. monks come from. That's where right, monks because come it's from. It. Because it says sex, it, sex. And here, here's the funny thing. Thank I'm you, you the whole, Q. The whole scripture says <laughs> sex with a woman is vile. That's what it said. But since they know folks are going to do it anyway, you have to get married. Think about this now. The Bible is telling you that sex with a woman is vile. So sex with anything else? I mean, that it no, blows my mind. Just, yes, oh, my God. I, How I, are you taking this out of context? Oh, my God. The Bible says that it's vile. No, man. How is it no, hell when we the Bible as a species be able to procreate and, 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 and you know, be fruitful and, 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 you have to inbox that mm-hmm. one to me, Bob. First, so, I'm telling you right now, First Corinthians, verse uh, chapter seven. Read that thing. I'm telling you. And yeah, I, I know where I know where that part is. I don't see anything about the word vile. I've never seen anything about the word vile. Well, I mean, uh, it, it says it says sex with a woman is. Um, they made it seem bad. Uh, I'm just saying about because I can't think of the actual <laughs> Did word. Did you read chapter <laughs> six or chapter five? Yeah. When you find it, Did you read when, that when you find it, send it to me. When you find it, send it to me. Chapter seven. I'll send it to you when you find it. I'll definitely, I'll definitely text it to you. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, but as far as marriage is concerned, um, no, I don't think there's anything wrong with marriage. I think the problem a lot of people have is with divorce. What? Okay. The divorce industry has has ruined a lot of men. Okay. And it's made a lot of younger men kind of reconsider getting married because the the benefit that outweigh um I guess the penalty if things don't work out. And we know nowadays that a lot of people don't put the efforts into trying to stay married as maybe they once did. So that's part of the problem. But um I mean, Crystal, let me but ask you, as a woman, do you think that the divorce industry is fair, or should it be a more equitable way for people to go their separate ways? Well, the reason why, okay, uh, is fair. You know, that has to go case by case, quite frankly. But the reason why there seems to be more money uh, attributed to the woman is purely because of children. The children um, is usually stays with the mother after the divorce. This is just usual, not always, of course. But um, usually, whoever the guardian parent is, it will, if the children stay with them, then however their lifestyle was before dad or mom decides, okay, we're going to fuck this up and, you know, leave each other, then the children's life has to continue. That's the purpose of the... Um, of the percentages or whatever you're talking about, that's what the purpose is. Now, whether or not it has been, you know, ruined or people have taken advantage of certain things and judges or whatever just going by the book and not looking at the whole situation, yeah, there's been lots of misuse of those, of that 
percentage for the children. It's not just all about the kids. But that was the purpose of whoever is taking care of the kids, which usually is the mother. So she needs a place to stay, okay? She needs a place to continue. And a lot of those mothers, you know, in the the beginning, were mothers who were not working. They did not work. They were the housewife, and they took care of the children, which is a very important job. So if I, I wasn't taking care of, I wasn't working in the first place, and I took care of the kids, and you want my children to, to have the same lifestyle, and I don't have the ability to go out and get a job that will sustain that lifestyle by myself, then, yeah, I need alimony and I need, you know, child support. Are the laws the same way. Well, if, you know what? It's the same way with um, unemployment. I don't know if any of you guys have ever been unemployed before, but what you receive on unemployment has to do with what you are able to work, you know, what your salary, you know, is. So, in other words, if you were unemployed, you became unemployed and you were a, an executive, and you couldn't go to McDonald's and start working and still make that same type of lifestyle. So that's why they give you unemployment. So the, the company has to pay you because you aren't able to sustain yourself until you're able hey, to find another how, position. But how great so would unemployment kind of be concept. somebody else's salary? <laughs> how what now? But let me play, let me, I said, how great would unemployment be if you can get somebody else's salary? Let, let well, me play devil's That's advocate. That's the whole thing. That's the whole thing. Let me let me play devil's advocate on this because I do agree with you that it was all about the children when initially this started. But there's a businessman by the name of um, Alan Miller who married his wife Melissa in 2003. This guy's from the UK. Um, she had a job making $110,000 a year that she quit after they got married, and she spent most of her time shopping and eating out. Okay, so they got divorced less than two years or less than three years later, and he had to pay her six point four million in a settlement, which included the three million dollar home in Chelsea and a lump sum of three point four million dollars. They do not have children um so it wasn't anything about the kids and this is a woman that made a hundred and ten thousand a year, quit her job after she got married. I don't know if he influenced her or not, but you know she had a good job. So I think this is an example of what terrifies a lot of guys. You have guys who lose their, who aren't as rich as Alan Miller, who lose their homes. You know, if a everyday guy loses his home, I mean that's that's he can't just start over if he's not a millionaire. And then you have people yeah, who well, even cheaper to keeper. Well, I mean it's not all, it's not always a man cheating okay. the reason why they get divorced. There's it's easy to get divorced. If you have a good lawyer, regardless of what you did, she can just be bored. But I mean, if uh, you are if you are a millionaire and you have lots of funds to work with, and you know damn well that you, um, if someone divorces you in X amount of years, depending on whatever state you live in, then uh, you need to be getting a prenup. A prenup does not necessarily mean that the spouse gets nothing. It only means that we're going to work out beforehand what is going right. to be disseminated depending on how many, how long we actually stay together. To me, that makes the most sense. For a man who doesn't do that or who says, or man or woman who has the most money to lose, the most assets to lose, who doesn't set that up to begin with, well, then you are 
privy to whatever the law states. And the laws do not go with lifestyle. It only goes with percentages. So if you make millions of dollars, then that percentage for that spouse, whoever that may be, is going to be high. So, it's going to so get a lot of money. Man, what about the man who makes $38,000 a year and now doesn't have a home? Those are the people we're talking about. Those are the everyday people um, who are now um, af- more afraid of marriage for fear of divorce because people have a different outlook on marriage nowadays. I mean, you get a prenup because you don't think it's going to last or just in case it doesn't last. That that doubt is always there. Well, you get insurance because- just in case you crash your car. I mean, that's just that's oh, yeah. what we do. That's a good point. But I'm just saying you know, that's I mean. The thing is, and maybe maybe you should marry someone, and be, well, before you actually marry this person, this is the problem here. Before you marry this person, maybe you should know who the fuck you're marrying. Who is this person? Instead of saying they have a big ass and big tits and they treat me nice and cook, you know, a great meal. Who the fuck are you? You know, I mean, I'm serious. There are people no, you can go no, you can no. go to someone you your friends or your family and ask them. So who is this person you're dating? And you know you ask them. So what what did they their mother do? What did their father do? When did when did they move here to this town? And they're like I don't know. I have no idea. All I know is he treat me good. You don't even know who the fuck you're talking to. So that's what I'm saying. So maybe you deserve. All this bullshit that's happening to you now because you're nah, on fantasy bullshit. Nobody deserves you know you you, 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 you you hit it on the head, yeah. and we say we say this all the time. A lot of people settle for chicken heads or what have you. You know they're 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 scared to step outside the damn box and get what they get what they. Everybody knows what they like from from jump, right? Okay, exactly. So if you if you out here messing with somebody, you know. That you have certain beliefs and the other person have other beliefs, and you trying to make it work, thinking that all right, eventually this motherfucker gonna hit, go ahead and do what I'm asking him to do. They ain't gonna ever do it because you are gonna find out what's in the first three or four weeks, three or four months, or whatever, however long you with that person, whether that's going to be a relationship that's gonna last or one that's not. And a lot of people settle for the same old bullshit and they get caught up let, in the same well, type of relationship because they do not do the right thing. Let me say this loud and clear for the hearing impaired. That doesn't entitle you to take all the man's stuff. Okay. (laughs) You didn't take all your stuff. I I said it had to do with the law. The law doesn't care about, it doesn't go into your your life and your emotions and blah, blah, blah. They don't care about that because they have time for that. If you didn't do this shit on the front end, it just goes by percentages. And the what the law, law needs says. To be fair. So that's your the fault. Law, the law needs to be fair. That's all there is to it. The law, every law is, the law is fair. You should have took care of this shit before you got married. <laughs> that's your fault. That's your fault. You should have known about the laws like, of marriage before you <laughs> actually went into it. Marriage is a contract <laughs> between two people. It, mm. It's not just it, marriage is not a wedding. A wedding is something completely different. Marriage is actually signing a piece of paper under under the law, under the state you live in. You, if you don't know those laws, 
then you are privy to whatever happens to you if you don't know. Ignorance is not an excuse. If if that's the case, then it then on the way on the the marriage license, it should have what happens if there is a divorce. I mean, if it's a contract. No, please. You need to look that shit up. Okay, look it up. Divorce to hold your damn hand. Divorce laws are are antiquated. You're the one entering into a contract. And that's why a lot of people are not getting married. That's why a lot of people are not getting married. Divorce laws are antiquated. And, and I mean, yeah, I can understand. I understand why some guys are afraid of it. But let me ask this. Um, because, again, times have changed. Uh, well, you know what? Hold on. Before we get into the last uh, few questions about this, let me take a break. Stretch my legs a bit. Um, got a song that I'm going to play uh, from um, an artist by the name of Kaya. She has a song called Games. You can catch Kaya on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash info Kaya. You can catch her on SoundCloud at Kaya-Music and that's K-A-I-Y-A. And she's on Facebook. Look for Kaya Music NY. We're going to take a quick break, probably about 60 to 90 seconds. And we'll be back to wrap up the topic. And I got another question I got to try to squeeze in some kind of way. So coming right back to the Talk to Q radio show. Five is the number. 
on the Talk to Q radio show. No experts, just opinions. Okay, we're in the middle of a discussion about why more men are saying no to marriage these days. And uh, I got a couple more questions I want to get in, and I want to get into another topic, too. Uh, Buck, you still there with me, man? Yes, sir, I am. Buck, does the lack of romance required in relationship these days contributed to a man not feeling the need to get married? You know, at one time in the 60s, um, you know, you had that, I guess a woman, like Crystal alluded to earlier, needed a man. And so you had that whole romance thing going, you know, you were like going to protect her and be her knight in shining armor and all that stuff. And now guys, they don't even bother to put on the armor these days. Um, you think that contributed part of it? Yeah, it is a contributing part, but let's let's get to the, the root cause of the reason why it's that way. Um, it's so, you know, things are so accessible in today's time to a certain extent. And there's a lot of, fakeness going on as well. What I mean by fakeness is we got social media out there and guys are not truthful or and women aren't either on their, you know, on social media. So when they finally meet, uh, there's a lack of communication also because, you know, everybody meets, you know, there's a lot of people meeting online and things of that nature and they're not meeting in person or they're not even taught how to talk to each other or one another um, for various reasons because, they're coming up in broken homes or, or what have, whatever the case may be. So there's a lot of disconnects all around. So, if you you know, there are certain things that when we were coming up that were just taught, you know, you, you know things or you noticed because you, you didn't grow up in – even if you had a broken home back then, you had, you had father figures and things of that nature that were around that you could learn from. Now it's not, you know, it's the blind leading the blind because you got kids raising kids. You know, there's too many of you know, and that's the reason why that's such a big disconnect and there's no romance. You know, people let doors slam in folks' face. You know, guys don't open hard to open doors for women anymore. And if they do and they don't say thank you, they're trying to take the woman back out the damn door and close the door in the face. It's just, I mean, it's just, that's the reason why there's such a damn disconnect. <laughs> You know, because it ain't, it, you know, the, all of that is gone because it's not taught, you know, and it's up to okay. us to teach it. And if you don't, even if you were, even if you, there's got to be an end to the vicious cycle. In order to end that cycle, you have to teach. Just because you came up in a broken home, that don't mean you can't learn how to grow up, you know, have your, your offspring grow up in one that's not broken. It, you, you have to learn. You have to take time to learn and teach. All right, so to piggyback off of that, Eminem, um, is it psychological? Do some guys um, avoid marriage or have no desire for marriage because they've never seen a successful marriage? You know, they grew up in single-parent households, lack of guys around, things of that nature. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's like, uh, especially in the... uh, black community that's like probably numero uno you know um number one you know probably a large percentage uh especially in some of the more um urban areas you know you might have had you know out of uh you know all of us play football and stuff but you know but uh in some situations you might have 
15 people on the basketball team and nobody has a dad and that type of shit. I mean, I don't mean like a uh, – see, some people say they don't have a dad. They talking about, well, he might not be there, but they can't, they know him and, you know, he get them sometime and all that. But I'm talking about like like period. Like they don't know like some more Povey shit, you know. So that's like even on a, another level, you know. So when – when a, when 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 that's the thing that is known and seen, well, number one, the girls not only don't trust the man, they they are taught not to even seek a man, and the guys are kind of um, it's like the women, not all, because I know Crystal getting ready to probably say something, but not all, but a lot of women don't. Um, they don't know how to groom their sons to be husband material. You know, they'll tell them shit like, oh, you should never put your hand on a woman, that kind of shit. But they don't teach them stuff like, you know, a lot of things that make a man be a man. You know, like, uh, um, you know, like a lot of women probably don't have a problem with they, you know, son inside playing video games and they checking the oil in the car. But if a guy's around, I mean, I don't care if that's someone going just, you know, just drinking beer all day. You're like, shit, man, you need to pour that all in the car. Nah, get back. Man, shit, you the man, you do that. So just that little stuff like that is not getting taught. So psychologically, you know, what a man-man is is already eradicated. And then you add a different layer of complication um, to, to the marriage on both sides. And and this is something Buck said uh, about like social media, so now the crazy shit that we might have did in '85, these motherfuckers now can't do that shit and get away with it because people gonna see it over and over and over. Say, so, damn man, hold on, hold on, hold on, who is that right there? Oh hell nah, man, yeah nigga, you got a ball head now. You was in that line too, motherfucker. I see that man, shit, that girl, you know. So, 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 so now. <laughs> never goes away. So that's in the back of your head, too. It's all psychological. You know, nobody trusts nobody, but, but understandable so. No, nobody trusts nobody. Uh, there's uh, bitterness passed on, you know, just because a relationship might not have worked out with, you know, your grandma or whatever. Now the next generation hearing all this negative stuff about men, and so right. now... She raises her kids basically single on purpose, and then now you down to millennials where they taking no man to the extreme level. Well, they you know, you know, become uh, gay or something. So I'm just saying it's like <laughs> this shit just gets farther and farther away from the the essence of the good side of things. You know, <clears throat> like, okay. it's just you know so. Uh, yeah, so psychologically, yeah, it, it, it definitely, it, it, and I know I answered everything from a black standpoint, but it ain't like that white people don't have problems and issues too, but it's just, and um, uh, I, I know Amy's not on tonight, but I wish somebody might could just answer from a, from a different cultural perspective on, I, I just don't seem like, it just don't seem like they pass that shit on as much as black people do, but I'm just, I'm just saying it because I'm I'm only around black people, I don't know. But uh, yeah. when you hear somebody say something about, oh, you, you just like your old sorry-ass daddy, that's usually coming from a nigga. I think, nine times out of this ten. my experience growing up, I um, I knew some divorced, you know, some of my, my, my white friends growing up. 
had divorced parents, but the, the fact was they were divorced, which means at one time they were married. And with a lot of black people, they never get married. So that might be a difference. I think white people culturally will try marriage, or at least did back then. I don't know about now. Uh, but all right, so last question on the topic. Uh, I know Crystal and I asked Dr. Willis Crystal. Is it now, because it's now accepted the model of a single-parent household, is that another reason why people decide to stay single? It's like people, some people are perfectly happy being single parents, it looks like. No. Um, I think for there are more single parents who are homosexual because they are you know, come, have come out as homosexual or whatever, and they've decided that they are, are able to um, have a child that is not in a traditional form, but for heterosexual, traditional, you know, people or whatever. Um, I think that as far as a choice, no. They're not making the choice because it's the ideal choice and what they really want. They're uh-huh. making the choice because they they feel that, this is where I am. I think there are a lot of women today um, who woke up <laughs> at um, 38 or 40 and were like, fuck, <laughs> I want to have a kid. <laughs> so um, I, I want to be a mom. I want to, you know, whatever. And they took a look around and all the guys that are their age or whatever around their age are looking back to the 20-something-year-olds or 30-year-olds, maybe early 30s, and are saying, these are the women who can have my children or they're starting over and having more children because men can do that. Um, so they're saying, okay, fine, so, you know, forget it. I'm just going to do the artificial insemination. I'm just going to have some wild sex with some idiot and um, very attractive idiot. And <laughs> I am going to you know, adopt or whatever, and I'm I'm going to raise my kid. I'm going to be happy by myself because, obviously, here I am. So I think that's what's happening more so. And and then, of course, you know, adding in some of the things that you were saying and, and Bobby and others were saying regarding just marriage itself, I think a lot of it, though, the core of it really has to do with people are just saying, I give up. I'm I'm done. And they may not say it out loud. You know, God knows. <laughs> you guys don't want to hear what I say alone myself. So out loud, they don't say that. But, you know, they say, well, look, I'm, I'm going to live my life. I'm going to be free. I'm going to be, you know, whatever. But what they're really saying is I give up. Obviously, nobody wants me. <laughs> um, obviously, whatever's happened, you know, this is not working. So I need to just live my life and be positive by myself and just deal with it, you know. And that's what people are doing. So I don't think it's a choice off the rip. Like no one chooses to be a single parent. I wouldn't even wish that on my worst enemy because it is the, is the worst, even though there's lots of rewards, of course, because you have your children. But it's so hard. You, you really need that other person with you. It's a partnership of raising Children, you know, so, yeah, you so no, they're not doing it by choice. No matter what the fuck they say to you, you know, and triumphantly as we say it, hear me roar. I mean, it's like they, we've come they up, don't I, want to do that. I remember when I was growing up, if you were 
if you had a, a child out of wedlock, you, you you definitely didn't get a baby shower. Um, and it was like people were actually shunned. And I'm not saying that's right or anything, but people were actually shunned and everything because of that. Now we come to today, you can get your own TV show if you're 16 and pregnant. So it's it's just amazing how things have turned around. And I think all of these things have had an effect on society when it comes to marriage, because um, basically you, at one point, men became men because other men taught you how to have respect for yourself, how to have pride in your community and how to protect your family. So once men teaching other men that all of a sudden it's like, you know, well, I can do the bare minimum and still get what I want. And, and, and there's no penalty for it, if it appears, and that's why we're kind of in the situation where we are, and I really don't see the way we can roll it back. Uh, and, and, I mean, that 10 time years too, from now, I don't know what it's going to be like. Nobody wanted to be called sorry. I just wanted to throw that in when you mentioned that back. You know, a sorry man was a title we didn't want. Here, no, you people from her. other generations. Because, you know, if somebody say, man, that's a sorry nigga that he don't work or nothing. But see, now you don't really hear people saying that too much, you know. Yeah, you know I mean, but so it, it's nothing to. It, it was it was so many things in the in the actual village, quote unquote, that made a boy mature into a man and and made uh, women stay focused on themselves and. Uh, you know, it's like I don't care if you grew up in an orphanage. I mean, you you was still expected not to have kids out of wedlock. You was expected to, you know, not, you know, to be at least a lady in the streets and all that shit. So it it was almost like an unwritten rule for males and females, you know, that could help you into your maturity. Because half of the time, failed relationships, failed marriages, a lot of it is just immaturity on on both ends. It's like you know, it's just you know, motherfuckers is, you know, still trying to figure stuff out, still in school and all that. So you, you ain't, you know, you, you, mentally you're not even designed to be like that, you know. So, you know, think about it. You know, um, I know multiple, you know, girls, you know, not even in high school yet got kids and shit. So, I mean, how is that going to work in a marriage? I mean, you, you are already missing out on shit that you shouldn't even be thinking about for years from now. You know what I'm saying? So, and when that shit becomes like a big percentage, damn near the majority, well, you know, it's going to kill everything else. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Great job. Great discussion. Everyone had some interesting things to say. A little fire, a little passion involved. That's always a good thing. But uh, one more thing before I shut this down that I want to talk about, and that's when you do get married or when you do move in with your spouse, sometimes you find yourself having to adopt some of their habits. Okay. And, um, like for example, um, and I wasn't even married, I was dating somewhere, but it was like when ever she spent the night, when she went to bed, it was expected that I went to bed. And I was like, no, I didn't really care for that. But, you know, again, that's how you adjust to people's lifestyles or, or whatever. But, Crystal, let me let me start there with you. 
Do you think that when one of the spouses or if you're living with someone, your partner goes to bed, that the other one should go to bed as well? Is bedtime for both? Um, no. <laughs> That's a little odd. But I, yeah, I do. I have heard that before from uh, other married couples. Um, I think it's kind of weird, but mainly, yeah, I think it depends on the couple. I think it depends on um, how you interact with each other. Uh, I think a lot of that has to do with um, not trusting the other person or whatever, <laughs> kind of feeling like you must do what I do. We must do everything together. Um, I've never been that kind of a person in, in a couple situation anyway. Uh like my space. I like my private time or whatever. But I think a lot of that laxes off once you actually get married, maybe. Um and sometimes not. Uh I think a lot of times when I think back to being in relationships as a a single couple, in other words not married, um I we did tend to go to bed together because we had sex. So it's the purpose of me being here, <laughs> you know, is to, you know, have sex and more sex and sex, 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 sex. And then once you get married, you're like, oh, thank God. I ain't got to have sex with you every goddamn night. So you kind of chill. I can watch, I can watch TV because you'll be here tomorrow because it's your house. It's my house. We all be here. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> So I ain't got to worry about that. So I can go to bed whenever I want to um, and vice versa or whatever. And probably it's a good thing because I'm watching completely different te- television shows than what he's watching. So whatever. So I, I think I would think that it would lax off a little bit once you get committed in a relationship and or married. Um, mm-hmm. But I think a lot of that has to do with trust issues. People are trying to control the other person. So that has to do with your mate. So if that's happening, you know, if you like it, I love it kind of a thing. And quick question, Crystal. If if yes. if your bedtime is early, if your bedtime is 930, you and your man have sex, and he gets up afterwards and goes to watch Sports Center, would you be offended? No, because good. And then I have a whole bet. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, it's just me. You know, I like my space, like I was saying. Like I said, a lot of this has to do with trust. Because she's like, what is he getting up for? You know. But when you're in a relationship, you know, just not married, I think you feel like you have to spend every moment with each other because you're still under this whole test thing. And so, yeah, it's kind of stupid shit people do when you're in a relationship. (laughs) Whatever. Okay. I was just curious about that, Dr. Willis or Buck, Eminem, any other um, habits you can see yourself adapting or that some couples expect you to adapt uh, just because they do it, they think that, uh, okay, it's time for you to do it too or whatever? Hmm. I guess going to bed, I guess waking up is probably another one, but they kind of go one hand in hand. Yeah, I definitely experienced the going to bed thing. You know, get mad because you're not going to bed too. I'm like, hey, I'm in school, so I got work to do. <laughs> well, I mean, then it's like I'm not a real adaptive person, so uh, you know, it's kind of it is what it is. I mean, yeah, I'm not saying it's not requested, but I don't never do it. So, 
Wow. Yeah, I can, I can, I can definitely relate to that too. Because my ex-wife always got home before me, and she, she was ready to go to bed after dinner. For me, I'm still trying to wind down because I usually didn't get there until dinner. So it sometimes for us when you, especially if you're doing something physical all day, it takes a little while to kind of wind down a little bit, and your your schedule may be knocked off for other reasons. So, I mean, you just have to, you know, you have there's a happy medium in it. You just have to find that sweet spot where, I mean, there's going to be some nights where you, you know, if you feel that you can go to bed early, do so. Um, but there's going to be some nights also that, you know, you can, you're going to have to, you know, stay up and wind, you know, wind down. There's got to be compromise, but that comes with communication too. And, and then another one is, uh, you know, things that, need to be done or whatever. Yeah, I don't like saying no date or whatever because one thing about it, I don't never obligate myself to shit. So if I say I'm going to take care of it, I'm going to take care of it. I'm not finna say, what about, yeah, tomorrow and all that shit, uh-uh, because then something come up a, and don't get about, done, but um, shit. What about going to church? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's definitely one I I'm sorry, what? With. Church. Yeah, I mean, you have some, if if you met if you get involved with someone who goes to church, or maybe they go to maybe they go to church more often than you. If you go, um, I mean that that could be an example of one also, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to church. So this is something he's gonna have to figure out before we get married. Okay. This, you know, there it is. I may do the holiday church with them just for looks, but that's it. So that's choices he's going to have to make before he gets married to me. Yeah, <laughs> see that, see that, that, but that's real important because, see, that's how, to, that's the best way to be, you know, just just be very blunt and direct with shit you ain't going to do. That way it ain't no surprise. But a lot of people do all that ass kissing and then then they want to be themselves after they done got, got you know, exactly. That's why people are like, I don't even know who you are anymore. I'm right. me now. That's who I am. Finally. Like, nah. Like, like yeah. Yeah, I, I got to have a dime piece, but God damn it. You know, shit, your ass got to know how to whip up some shit, too. You know, nah. nah we, ain't, we ain't on no fast food, but, you know, no ramen noodles either. You know, shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right, well, cool. All right, well, uh, tomorrow, zone 9 p.m. Eastern. Won't be a very long show. Uh, we'll discuss a few things. We'll touch on Alvarez Canelo. We may get into more detail next week because um, I don't think everyone has watched it yet since it was a pay-per-view fight and it re-airs this weekend uh, on HBO, I think. Uh, also, let's see, next Tuesday... T2Q will be back with show number 700. Wow. So, which is mm, crazy. 50 more to go. Crazy. Show right. number 700 yep, already. That's it. And it's all over. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, I'm trying Stamped to think of something, <laughs> something special to do <laughs> for that milestone. So we'll go out like Barry Sanders and shit. Right. Top of the right world. on top. Top of the world. So, Jim Brown. Ma. Calvin Johnson. 
Hmm. Yep, so I'll get it figured out. Something. But anywho, uh, we'll go ahead and go with final thoughts. Appreciate you all taking the time to listen to the show. Those listening out in the Houston area, got someone listening from Massachusetts. I appreciate you all hanging out and listening as well. So we'll go ahead and wrap up final thoughts. And first of all, I'll go ahead and start with you. Let's get it out of your system. <laughs> anyway. Um, okay, first of all, good show, you know, and all that. Um, the, the, you know, the idea of of marriage, you know, why people get married, why they don't get married, Basically, it all boils down to this. You need to find someone that you're compatible with, bottom line. You need to find someone that you are, that you can live your life with, however that may be. You need to have conversations before you actually either decide to get committed to this person and then eventually married if you are. So all these things need to be worked out in a very honest way. And for women, I would say, when a man tells you something, believe him. (laughs) You're not going to change him. He believes that shit. He means that shit, okay, Um, and vice versa. You know, so I think a lot of times we get so wrapped up in fantasy, and I can say this because I've, I've been there. I've been wrapped up in pure fantasy. This person I was dating, um, was nowhere near as amazing as what I made him out to be in my head. Everything he said or you know and did, I turned it around and twisted it to be what I wanted it to be. And a lot of people do this because we just want that relationship so badly. We want the fantasy in our head to be real, so we will fill in gaps or whatever to make it real. And we do this because we don't want to be alone. It sucks being alone. You know, I'm single. It fucking sucks. There it is. I said it. And, you know, it's no goddamn fun. All right? There it is. But I'd rather be alone than be with some idiot that I have to give a blowjob to just to shut his ass up. So I hate that shit. So I would rather sit at home like I do now, alone, eating my Lay's potato chips in bed and watching the Science Channel, which I love doing. Okay? So I love that. That's better than dealing with an idiot. So I think that, and the same thing for men. Don't fucking get involved with this woman and, and fill her head with a bunch of bullshit when you clearly can't stand her. And the only reason why you're with her is because she gives good head or is good in bed or swings from chandeliers. You can get that at the strip club all day long or all night long. So you don't even you don't even need to get involved with this chick because women want to hear the fantasy. Don't tell them the fantasy. Tell them exactly what you want. There it is. This is what I want. Right. We don't do that. So anyway, marriage or whatever, if you want marriage, then you need to tell somebody that early in the dating process. I want to be married. This is what it means to me. And then vice versa. If you don't want to get married, you need to say that. I don't want to get married. This is not part of my life plan. So people can make their decisions from there. 
And if you don't, then that's your problem. That's your fault for believing some bullshit you made up in your head. So that's my advice to everybody. Be real. Be yourself. Be who you are. And don't be afraid to be alone. Because you can be alone for a while, and guess what? You'll finally find someone you're actually compatible with. And don't believe the movies, because the movies are based on love that is soulmate love. Soulmate love comes once or maybe twice in a lifetime. Some of you guys may actually be married to your soulmate. That's a beautiful thing. Most of us aren't. Okay, So just skip that shit. Get it out of your head, girls. You know, that's, you know, that's just a beautiful movie. Enjoy it. And then go back to your guy that's in bed with you. So. Anyway, uh, see you guys next week for the next show. Thank you. Good stuff, Crystal Hickerson. I appreciate it. <laughs> and Dr. Willis? All right, uh, good show tonight. It's always fun topping it up with the show legend, as usual. Um, as far as marriage, I stand by what I said, uh, I, and I and like I said, I give a disclaimer. I I am not ruling out marriage again ever, <laughs> you know, but it has no benefits for a man. Period, and I stand by that. Now, if I it is strictly beyond the fact that that is what my mate wants, and I love her enough to give her what she wants. But they won't. I mean, we just ain't gonna go do it. There's gonna be some kind of, um, you know, prenup or whatever, and not even so much about money or possession, but just mainly how we're gonna split if we if we split. Now I know a lot of folks be like, well, if you go into it talking about getting divorced and you know yourself, you know, manifesting blah blah blah, that's bullshit. Uh, that's why we have. That's why we we leave our kids in debt because we don't want to talk about death while we're living. You know, we got to do all the uncomfortable shit before it happens, and I'm all about that. So, so if you don't want to talk about the uncomfortable shit before it happens, then you just set me up in my mind. So I don't need you anyway. So I'm going into it next time a lot smarter than I was what I was the first time. You can talk to every married man in the world right now. He gonna tell you what he's supposed to say. You know, his marriage is great, and it might be. You know, it's great. It's the best thing that ever happened to them, blah, blah, blah. But as soon as they get divorced and they get hit with all the shit that comes with that, then you think, oh, I should have never done it and blah, 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 bitch, and blah, 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 you know, this, that, and another. So they're saying what they're supposed to say. So I ain't got no qualms with that. But I've been there and I've done that. And I'm not basing it off just on me either. I look at the statistics. And I can say right now, people that are just shacking up and shit like that, they're, they're living happier lives and <laughs> together than married couples are. <laughs> you say? I missed it. <laughs> That's Christmas. So, I know, right? <laughs> but um, but yeah, that's uh, you know, I, I just don't think it has you know any benefits for a man whatsoever, other than like once a year when you file your taxes as, as a married couple. Um, uh, once a year when you have sex as a married couple. <laughs> <laughs> right, and one year, and one time you have sex. But um, your birthday. <laughs> right, <laughs> and even then you didn't get the full thing because you know you probably didn't take out the damn trash the day before or something, you know. But uh, that's a whole other story. Oh yeah, that's a deal breaker. and I'll leave my shirt. On. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> 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 oh shit. Yeah. Uh, 
that's all I got on that topic, man. I just, I, you know, hey, for those who are married, I, I wish you stay married forever. You know what I'm saying? Until the end of time. Uh, for those who are thinking about it, I hope that, you know, you, you get into a prosperous one. But just don't be a fool. That's all I can say. All right. Appreciate it, man. <laughs> Eminem? Oh, man. Great show. Uh, fantastic topic, man. I mean, um, you know, like I say, marriage, like I say, 10 years won't even exist, so this is really going to be a, a renaissance topic uh, pretty soon. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's all kind of dynamics to go into it and, you know, pros and cons, you know, probably more cons than pros in today's time. And, um, you know, but uh, like I say, a lot of things, including the laws, including our Constitution, and a lot of other things was based on, uh, you know, past times and shit like that. And marriage appears to be one of them. Uh, so, uh it's no longer just a man and a woman no more. I thought I'd never see that shit the day I was born, but uh, but like I say, shit is totally different now. So, um, but for those who uh, are, you know, it ain't it ain't perfect and all that shit. But at the same time, um, you know, it's with a lot of people. It all depends on finance and stuff like that. You know, uh, some people, you know. Um, can, you know, buy their way out of some shit. Other people, you know, like, you know, especially in the Deep South, well, you know, not so much now, but back in the day, you know, that's where them blues songs, Cheaper to Keeper, all that shit came out, Johnny Taylor. I mean, that's where that came from. I mean, shit, you ain't making but a dollar over minimum wage. You got more kids than you can afford, you know. So, you know, shit, you get a divorce, you're going to get towed out the ass, so you ain't going to have no money left really to, do what you want to with another chick. So then it was a dynamic. It's just like people say, see, one thing about it, it's, it's all about ego. Now, I'm not, you know, this don't apply to Bobby because it's more or less something from way back in the day. But a lot of time, if a nigga couldn't upgrade, he just dealt with the shit anyway. And this is what I meant. You know, it's just like if you ain't making shit and you got a divorce and you can't really maintain uh, the type of chick you really like And people say well he should have stayed with her Because they looking at the chick you with You know she just a, a, a neighborhood chick And you know you pretty much just staying somewhere for shelter At that point you can't go out like that You know if you upgrade it's fine But you can't never downgrade That used to be an old rule of thumb So that was another reason Shit kind of just stayed status quo Because the guy couldn't afford To just kind of do what he wanted to That's why when <laughs> Niggas, you know, start leaving the South and going to Detroit and getting overtime and all that. Well, they had the best of both worlds. You know, you could keep house happy, and then you could, you know, have a, you could sport a young chick to your boys at the pool hall and shit because you could afford it. But you just a broke motherfucker and, you know, you're a damn janitor somewhere. I mean, you can have multiple women, but all of them, I mean, but nine times out of ten, that's a situation where your wife, your ex-wife probably going to look better than what your, you know, your new chick is and shit like that. But long story short, you know, since we didn't talk no politics tonight, I'm going to bring up something political. I'm going to keep it right down the center on the independent stance, best of both worlds. Pass Bill 1313, everybody's happy because once you turn that filter on, 
the five percent of the world who wants to be married or who thinks of marriage or be married happily ever after because everybody else will be enjoying the fruits of being totally wide open. You know, John's being John, hoes being hoes, and you know the world what just moving in a pool of stuff. <laughs> All right. I appreciate that, Eminem, the Minister of Sexual Affairs. All day. And Buck, shut it down for me, man. I dream about sex. Great. Great show tonight. Um, love all the feedback that, that we got tonight. Um, you know, when you're choosing a mate, regardless to, you know, wh- who you choose to be that mate, you need to know on the front end, you know, the, the important things that make, you know, you know those important things that are necessary to make the relationship a success. A lot of people in today's time make the mistake because of the lack of communication and the the lack of being up front with, you know, being up front with their mate and saying, hey, this is what I, you know, getting those types of things out in the open. For whatever reason that they don't do it, it could be from broken home or never even learning how to be in a relationship in the first place. So a lot of these things need to be taught by us to make sure that, you know, our our offspring have better relationships or you know, better relationship than one we're in, if we're in one. So you have to make sure, you know, that you're when you're around your 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 youngsters, you know, these things are taught regardless of what your situation might be. So therefore they, they, they learn from the mistakes that you made so they don't make those mistakes. It starts when you start when you're young. Start and a lot of people lose sight of that. So, you know, People need to take the take the opportunity to make sure they do the right things when it comes to relationships and you know being upfront and not you know putting on a facade and being fake and not doing the right things when it comes to relationships. But great show, enjoyed it to the highest. Keep it short, sweet, and complete. And looking forward to the sports show tomorrow. So everybody else have a great week. Thank you very much, sir. I appreciate that, and uh, great show, everyone. Had a good time discussing this uh, because it is an issue. You know, there are some guys who are saying no to marriage for multiple reasons, and uh, a lot of women may not understand, but if you listen to this show, you'll hear some of the reasons. Uh, And how do we fix it? I don't know. But we got to start somewhere. So... Uh, Again, happy Mother's Day to you, Crystal, and to all the other ladies out there for this coming Sunday. You. Hopefully you all um, will get an opportunity to enjoy yourselves and eat good and get nice things and get all the attention that you deserve. So, um, yeah, I want to say that. And so on that note, go to talktoq.com. And sign up for my email newsletter, learn more about the show, the show legends, upcoming shows, all that good stuff. Uh, my thanks to thecrystalshow.com. My thanks to Kaya uh, for her her single games 
which is dropped. Catch Kaya on uh, Facebook at Kaya Music NY, and that's K-A-I-Y-A, Kaya Music NY. And um, we'll be back tomorrow to talk sports, 9 p.m. on Zone Coverage. And we'll be back next Tuesday for show number 700. Craziness. Show number 700. Everyone have a great night. Peace out. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? It's almost like posting a blog, except I'm doing it live. Call it, go ahead. Oh, that came out. Oh, all kinds of freaky. That's not what I meant. You want to be my blog lover. My name is Quincy. The Talk to Q Radio Show. But I do believe that the love for money and power most of the time outweighs their love for women. And this is my show. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was saying too. I think I just have doing a lot of shows with this. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World?